So this morning we have a little <coughs> science project, I guess. So those listening by recorded message, I have a globe and I have a star representing the, the sun. And then we have, of course, the globe representing the earth. And then we have a balloon uh, representing uh, the moon. And uh, I, uh, I like some things about winter that I like. Uh, I like it when the leaves are off the tree. No, I love green trees. But I also like it in the winter when the leaves are off the trees and, and the moon will be so bright, you'll see shadow uh, down the ground like it was the sun or something like that. And uh, so I really uh, uh, enjoy that as I, and probably all of you said I have, boy, the, the moon's bright tonight. And uh, But is that true? And uh, the answer is, is no, of course. Uh, I'm going to make a change in my little science project already. Well, actually, first let me title my lesson. So your lesson this morning is brought to you by God through Rhonda and uh, Lord willing through me. Her, she posted on Facebook, and uh, I was just thrilled when I saw it. It says, we aren't called to shine our own light. We are called to reflect his. And I was blessed so much when I read that. We aren't called to shine our own light. We're called to reflect his. So as we look at this, we realize the moon... <laughs> has no light. And I'm, I'm going to change that white balloon out for a black one, maybe. The, uh, the moon is not a source of light. What does it do? Well, it reflects the light from the sun, and we, that's where we see, we see the moon. But there's one source of light. It's the sun. This reflects it. Of course, the earth also is not a source of light. That maybe uh, doesn't go exactly with the lesson, but it does, it's not a source of light either. There is one source of light. So as we look here at the uh, star representing the, the sun and, uh, and the earth and the moon... And I'll read her post again. We are not called to shine our own light. We're called to reflect his. So in that respect, we can look at us as, as the moon. There is no light in us. Any light would be just, would be reflected from the true source of the light. So this morning we'll be talking a lot about light and, and darkness, but keep that in mind. We're not called to shine our own light. 
we are called to reflect his. And as you've talked to people in the world, if you've watched uh, TV or listened to them on radio, you know many want to shine their own light. But we're not called for that. We, we don't have a light. Now, they're mistaken, just like somebody might be mistaken and say the moon is a light. Well, that's mistaken. It's not correct. Many may think that we are light and let our light shine. Now, I know you'll find in scriptures about you're the light of the world and different things like that. Uh, but still, when you look at that, it's talking about reflection. We don't have a light to shine. The only thing we would have by his grace is reflecting his light. So, memorize that. We aren't called to shine our own light. We are called to reflect his. And we can stop there and what a beautiful message that is by itself. But we'll try to go on and, and, uh, and look at some things in the Gospel of John chapter 3. Something that uh, uh, I, I don't read very often. We, we quoted, but something that might be easily overlooked or well, easily forgotten about. John chapter 3 and verse 19. And this is condemnation, that light is coming to the world, and men loved darkness rather than light, because their deeds were evil. So, we learned something here very early on. I don't want you to forget that either. This is condemnation. Light has come to the world, but men love darkness, rather than light. Men love darkness, rather than reflecting his light. He's the light. But man, in his nature, doesn't prefer that. They prefer darkness over reflecting his light. They don't realize his light. So men love darkness rather than light. So we know the source of light. Our Lord is the source of light. Why would people love darkness rather than light? Well, we can get into the whys, but the truth is they do, correct? Or we tear that page out. And this is condemnation that light is coming to the world and men love darkness rather than light. Some might say, well, you know, uh, uh, some might, but uh, uh, not me. I never love darkness rather than light. I disagree with that. The scriptures disagree with that. The scripture says men love darkness rather than light. And some might say, well, I was never in darkness. I disagree with that. That is not true. In uh, uh, 1 Peter chapter 2, 
First Peter. And why, why would we want to cling on that, oh, I was never in darkness. I never loved darkness. Why would we want to cling on to that? Well, underneath all that would be, would be wanting to let our light shine. So, uh, what does it say? First Peter chapter 2. And verse 9. But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people of his own. Your Bible may say peculiar, but it means a purchased people, a people of his own. And then there's a purpose. That you should show forth the praise of him who hath called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. So don't ever think, oh, I was never in darkness. I never loved the darkness. Don't, that's not true. Because here it says he called us out. We, we wasn't already out. We start out in darkness. We love darkness. That's where we would continue to wallow in is the darkness. That's... Uh, that's the Adamic nature. But called out of darkness here. So we were once in darkness. Different degrees at different times and so forth and so on. But don't forget when uh, we read there in John, men love darkness rather than light. That's you. <laughs> That's me. And if he didn't call us out of that, there we would remain very happy. In our ignorance. But he called us out. Why? That we should show forth the praise of them who had called us out of darkness. That we would reflect him. We have nothing. We have no light to shine. But he called us out of darkness. That we would reflect him. His praises. It says that we show forth the praises of him. That we show forth his light. We have no light. We, we would love darkness rather than light. He calls us out of that darkness. Not that we have a light, but shows us that he is the light. He is the way. He is the source. And we are only to reflect that. Ephesians chapter 5 Talking about, again, darkness is light, and, and light is what we're going to talk about. Romans 5, and uh, let's see, I'm in Galatians there, try it again. Romans 5, And uh, Romans 5 and, and 8. But God commendeth his love towards us, and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Actually, that's not what I wanted. I wanted Ephesians chapter 5. I don't know what I told you guys, but uh, that's okay too. But uh, 
Ephesians chapter 5 is what I wanted, and I don't know what I told you, but that's where we're going to go now. Ephesians chapter 5 and verse 8. For ye were once darkness, but now ye are light in the Lord. Walk as children of the light. So here again, you know, some say, well, I was never in darkness. I never loved darkness. According to the scriptures, that's not true. That we were in darkness. But we read there uh, that he called us out of darkness. And here, you were once in darkness. And again, that's where you would have stayed. That's where I would have stayed. We would continue to love that darkness in our ignorance. For you were once darkness, but now you're light. Your own light? No. But now you're light in the Lord. The light is from the Lord. We have no light to shine. By God's grace, we can only give him praise and we can only reflect his light. <clears throat> and it says, uh, well, there's a new walk now. You were once in darkness. Now you're light in the Lord. Walk as children of the light. So <clears throat> how do we walk? There's a different walk. Whenever he brings us out of darkness, Calls us to no longer love darkness. Causes us to praise him. Praise his light. Reflect him. <clears throat> and no longer love the darkness which we all did. At one time and one degree to different degrees or whatever. But there's a different walk now. What's, what's a different walk? Now we're reflecting his light. Before we wanted to shine our light. So it's a different walk. When he calls us out of darkness, calls us to no longer love darkness, calls us to see that all praise goes to him. And we only reflect his light. So a different walk. Verse 14. Wherefore he saith, Awake thou that sleepest, arise from the dead, and Christ shall give thee light. Not our own light, only reflecting him and what he's done. All praises go to him. Verse 15. See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise. Verse 11. So in this walk, in this new walk, after he, call, after he wakes us and calls us out of darkness, there's a new walk. What's, what's the result of it? Well, we're no longer walking in darkness. We no longer love darkness over light. We no longer, in our ignorance, try to shine our own light. So verse 11, And have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them. And it's, 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 it's have no uh, fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness. Now, the unfruitful works of darkness are those that try to shine their own light. Because they have no light, but that's unfruitful works of darkness, those that try to shine their own light, rather than reflecting His. Talk about what we do, rather than what He has done. 2 Corinthians 
chapter uh, 4. 2 Corinthians chapter 4. So we're, again, we're talking about light and darkness. Second Corinthians chapter 4. And let's start in verse 4. In whom the God of this age has blinded the minds of them who believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine to them. So we have the devil, Satan, who is a tool in God's hand, and they're blinded to the light. Said, uh, uh, blind to the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine to their heart. So the blinded to the light, the blinded of the true light. If they're blinded to the true light, what do they have? They want to show that they are light. They're not, but in their ignorance, that we are light. Uh, verse 5, for we preach not ourselves. You get that? We don't preach our light. Now, most of the religious world does. They'll talk about how much they love God. They'll talk about how much they love Jesus. And then they'll preach their own light. They'll preach about the light that you have, which is non-existent. For we preach not ourselves. What do we preach? Christ Jesus the Lord. And ourselves your servants for Jesus' sake. For God who commanded the light to shine out of darkness. Has shown in our hearts. To give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God. In the face of Jesus Christ. So, don't preach yourself. Don't declare yourself. I, I know that's what our Adamic nature wants to do. Preach ourselves. Let our light shine. But really, the light is, is where? It's our Lord. And, but that's that's our damning nature. Uh, in the garden. And uh, when Satan come to tempt. And said, okay, partake of this tree. You won't die. And Eve, well, God said, when we partake of this, they would partake of it, we'll die. And you know, I, I, this is my opinion, okay? It's my opinion. I think, I don't know how long it was in the garden. I don't know how long it was till Satan tempted. But I think they walked by that tree, whatever it was. I don't think they were tempted at all. I'm, in fact, I'm confident they weren't tempted. God said, don't take of it. And they didn't. And then Satan came along. Oh, you can partake of this. No, God said, don't partake of it. God who... They looked at as the light. They looked at God as everything, I believe. And Satan says, no, you won't die. And then he said, 
you'll be like God. You'll be a light. You'll be like God. And boy, that's what it, that was a temptation. You'll be like God. You'll be a light. You'll be great. But that really is the darkness. Thinking that we are light in our ignorance, that's really the darkness. And I thank God, I thank God that he's brought us out of that darkness. We're no longer in that darkness, in that ignorance. We no longer look at what we think is our light. But we always, by God's grace, praise him as the light. And then we're just simply reflecting. In fact, <clears throat> that's what uh, Paul said, didn't he? He says, I determined not to know anything among you save Jesus Christ and him crucified. What a wonderful little statement that is. What, what does that say? I determined not to know anything among you. I determined I don't have any light. I don't have anything to offer. It's not by me taking the first step. It's not by me being baptized by a certain age. Uh, not by uh, me holding faithfully in. Not by me living by the letter of the law of Moses. He said, I determined not to know anything among you except... Jesus Christ and him crucified. See, that's reflecting Christ. The world wants to say or cause you to believe that you have a light to offer, and we don't. We're darkness, and we would still be in darkness, and we love darkness rather than light. Certainly, Apostle Paul did. Well, let's go to uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 6. Uh, so... See, light, darkness. We got a, a little bit of an understanding of what that darkness is. Verse 14, 6, uh, 2 Corinthians 6 and 14. Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship has righteousness with unrighteousness? What communion hath light with darkness? People used to think this was just a man and woman in marriage and you had to marry someone of the same faith and so forth and so on. I won't get into that. But we, as called out into the light, are not to be yoked with those that are in darkness. Not to have communion with them. Oh, we still, would we still pray for them? Yes. Would we still try to give them the word by God's grace? Yes. Well, in fact, that's what we are to do, right? Are we still to reflect the light of the Lord and let them know we don't have a light? I determined not to know anything among you, say Jesus Christ, him crucified. We're just reflecting his light. And yes, that, that we are to do. Uh, verse uh, 15 and what concord hath Christ with Bilal? Or what part hath he that believeth with an infidel? So we're not to be yoked with that. I know uh, maybe get slightly off the lesson, but uh, years ago before I, the Lord brought me in as part of the body, I understand they brought in outside singers. And I talked to Brother Don about it one time, or he's talking to me about it, and 
That didn't work out well at all. Maybe they have beautiful singing voices, but they were singing some about letting your light shine and not reflecting the Lord. So we don't become unequally yoked with that. Uh, while we're here, 2 Corinthians chapter 11. <clears throat> Just remember, though, the, wor the religious world loves darkness. They don't know it. They don't know they're in darkness, but they love that. And you and I would still be there if he didn't bring us out. And it, he didn't bring us out because we deserve it. He brought it out because of his grace. We don't deserve it, but yet he did. And that manifests his love. 2 Corinthians 11 and uh, verse 3, starting verse 3. <clears throat> but I fear lest by any means as a servant beguiled Eve through his craftiness, so your mind should be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. In Christ it is simple, isn't it? You, you ask me about your righteousness. I'll tell you about our righteousness. It's a filthy rag. But you ask me about true righteousness, I'm going to say, Jesus Christ and crucified. You ask me about salvation, by God's grace, I'm going to say, Jesus Christ and crucified. Simplicity. Now, I've had people say, well, what about uh, babies? How do they get to heaven? How many ways are there to heaven? <laughs> You're right, buddy. He said, I am the way, the truth, and life. I'm not one of the ways. <clears throat> How do babies get to heaven? Jesus Christ. How would, and we look at some people that, <clears throat> some of the, the uh, crimes and things that are committed out there. How would they get to heaven? I'm not saying who's going to heaven, who's not, but I'll tell you what, there's one way to heaven. It's Jesus Christ, him crucified. That's the way. Simple. I know those that are in darkness that think they have a bright light, they don't like that. Well, you're saying just do whatever you want to do. I'm saying Jesus Christ and crucified. Or the scripture is saying that. Verse, uh, that was verse 3, verse 4. For he that cometh preaches another Jesus. And boy, there's a lot of them preaching another Jesus. They preach this. Poor little weak Jesus. He wants everybody to go to heaven. But he's done all he can do. He's helpless. He can't do anymore. That's the Jesus they preach. And I know they go to Peter. And, and uh, he's not willing that any would perish. Well, he's not willing that any of us would perish. There's they and them. And there's us and we. And his, he's not willing for one of them perish. And one of them will not perish. Uh, so if he that cometh preaches another Jesus, in other words, Jesus is a light, but if they come preaching that you've got a light, they're making you as a Jesus. Just as Satan was saying, well, uh, if you partake of this, you'll be as God. There's another God. Uh, for if he that cometh preaches another Jesus, whom we have not preached... 
Or if we receive another spirit, or if you receive another spirit, which you have not received, or another gospel, which you have not accepted, you might well bear with them. He said, I'm concerned. I'm concerned if some preaches this other Jesus and this other gospel. This one that says, how great you are. Your light. What you do. He said, I'm, I'm concerned. That you might be with him. Uh, let's see, verse... Uh, 13, for such are false apostles, deceitful workers, transforming themselves into the apostles of Christ. That's what they are. They're teaching another gospel. The true gospel in the scriptures. The true gospel, he's the light. By his grace, we would reflect that light. That's the true gospel. But they come preaching your importance and your righteousness and your salvation. You take the first step. You pray through. You hold on faith to the end. You keep the Mosaic law. And when they say that, I like to say, are you? Look, they're looking certainly at the letter of the law. And then they say, well, I believe if you do the best you can... Again, you see, they want to let them be light. If, you do the, if I do the best I can and my light shines bright enough, I'll be okay. He does not accept anything except perfection. Your best, well, is filthy rags. We know that. Uh, so in verse 13, For such are false apostles, deceitful workers, transforming themselves to the apostles of Christ. And no marvel, for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. Most of religious world don't know it, but they're worshiping Satan. Just as Eve, oh, you'll be as God. Most of the world, see, we made the statement, the scripture says, Jesus says, I am the way. I am the way. But the world wants to say, well, you're the way. But taking the first step, by praying through, by keeping the Mosaic law, or doing the best you can. I, I, I don't hear it too much anymore, uh, but you know, used to hear a lot, oh, you're good to hell if you work on Sunday. Or Saturday, or which would be the seventh day of the week. But you don't hear too much about that anymore. Uh, okay. Verse 14, And no marvel, for Satan himself is transformed to an angel of light. Therefore it is no great thing if his ministers also transformed as the ministers of righteousness, whose end shall be according to the works. So Satan and his ministers are saying that you are light source. You have something to do with your righteousness. You have something to do with your salvation. And what are they doing? Letting what they think is their light shine. But they're in darkness. The Lord hasn't called them out yet. 
in the light means we're reflecting his light. We don't look to ourselves. Uh, John chapter 1, Gospel of John chapter 1. I wanted to get this all one lesson, I don't know. Uh, John chapter 1. And uh, let's, just, let's just start at verse 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made <clears throat> that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. That's what we're to do. Reflect his light. It's all of him. Verse 5, <clears throat> And the light shines in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. There is a man sent from God whose name was John. The same came for a witness to bear witness of the light that all men through him might believe. Now, everyone that will believe will believe through him because of him. <clears throat> and that's not the whole world uh, without exception. Uh, but verse 7 says he came for a witness to bear witness of the light, to reflect the light, not to bear witness of himself, not to let his light shine, but to bear witness of Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God that taketh away the sin of the world. In verse 8, he's talking about John. He was not that light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. And that's what we're sent. I'm not that light. Well, I, I think we're probably a, maybe a little bit of a, a candle or a spark or something. No, we're not light. We are darkness. We love darkness. We would continue in darkness. He calls us out of it. The same came for a witness to bear witness of the light that all men through him might be believe, he was not that light, but was sent to bear witness of the light. That's what we are sent to bear witness, to reflect that light. Anytime, anytime we look to ourselves for a righteousness, for a salvation, we're saying, well, I'm, I'm part of that light. A lady told me one time, and Linda, you would know her, uh, she says, well, Jesus, and I'm sure she would have said Jesus is a light. But she says, Jesus done all he can do. Well, what's left then? Well, we had to do our part, making us part of the light. Let's, uh, let me try to crowd this in. Uh, John uh, chapter 8. Gospel of John chapter 8. I'd really like to finish this this morning, but I'm not going to be able to. Uh, John 8 and 12. Then spoke Jesus 
Some people just believe in the red-lettered part of the Bible. It's all God's word. But anyway, this is Jesus speaking. Then spoke Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. Is he part of the light or and we're part? No, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. Jesus says, I'm the light. We're not light. We don't have any light. By God's grace, we only reflect his light. But what's our nature to want to keep a little bit of that? Uh, I've told you many, many times, this one gentleman I talked to, you'd like to think we have something to do in it. And that is what we would like to think. That's what the Adamic nature would like to think. We have something to do with. We've got a little bit of light too. It's not scriptural. Then spoke Jesus again to them saying, I am the light of the world. He that follows me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. Verse 13, Jesus still speaking here as we go on down through here. The Pharisees therefore said unto the, to, to him, Thou bearest witness of thyself. Thy witness is not true. He can bear witness of himself because he is the light. We're not the light. 14, Jesus answered and said unto them, Though I bear witness of myself, yet my witness is true. For I know from where I came and where I go. But you cannot tell where I come and where I go. In verse 15. Ye judge after the flesh. I judge no man. So he tells them these Pharisees. And we know what the Pharisees believed. They believed in the letter of the law of Moses. But he says... You judge after the flesh, which they did. Touch not, taste not, handle not. You can't eat pork. You can't eat catfish. You can't do anything on the seventh day of the week. But he said, you judge after the flesh. I judge no man. Well, can't we say those who judge not after the flesh are following Jesus Christ. Because he says, I don't judge after the flesh. So those that don't judge after the flesh, can we say they're following Jesus Christ? They're reflecting the light. They're not keeping any light in themselves. You judge after the flesh. The Pharisees did. They said, I judge no man. So can we say those that don't judge after the flesh are following Jesus Christ? Well, then wouldn't it also be true those who judge after the flesh are not following Jesus Christ. Still in some darkness. He says, I don't judge after the flesh. You do, but I don't judge after the flesh. So those that are judging after the flesh, as the Pharisees did, still in darkness. Hasn't called them out. They would be walking in darkness and not reflecting his light. We read it. Paul said that uh, we were once in darkness, and we were. And when Paul said that we, he's you, those in that day and age, and himself. 
We were once in darkness is what he said. When was Paul in darkness? When was Paul not reflecting the light? Do we read about his uh, uh, early on? He was uh, uh, used to go out here and, and steal little things. Or uh, I think <laughs> I, I thought I may as well say it uh, back in my childhood, but a little bit before, but. Uh, there was a thing that uh, little boys would go out sometimes and, and tip over somebody's outhouse. <laughs> That's a pretty terrible thing to do. But did we read where Saul of Tarsus? Yeah, I used to go tip over outhouses. Is that when he was in darkness? We don't read that about him. We don't read about it at all, do we? What do we read about? Philippians uh, chapter 3. Uh, Philippians chapter 3 tells us about when he was in darkness. He says, we were were once in darkness. You, him, we were once in darkness. And and there's no doubt when he was in darkness. So when he was in darkness, he was trying to show that I've got some light. I like the like the moon saying, I, I, "I've got some light. I'm a source of light." He was really in darkness, didn't see the true light. He certainly wasn't reflecting the light at this time. So when was it? Uh, Philippians uh, chapter three, and let's uh, start with verse three. For we are the circumcision. He's not talking about a. See, he's not talking about. There's something different. From the literal circumcision. We are the circumcision who worship God in the spirit. And rejoice in Christ Jesus. And have no confidence in the flesh. When he was in darkness. Before the Lord called him out. Did he have confidence in the flesh? Oh yes. He boasted in it. Oh he said, I'm, I'm better than all. If nobody can hold a light to me. My light's brighter than everybody. Verse 4. Uh, though I might also have confidence in the flesh as he once did if any other man thinketh he has reason for which he might trust in the flesh I am more again this is when he was in darkness he's talking about when he was in darkness before the Lord brought him out so these are things that he trusted in this is his light that he was so proud of in fact not only was he proud of it he would kill people that didn't believe this So, verse 5, circumcised the eighth day of the stock of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, Hebrew of the Hebrews, as touching the law, a Pharisee. And see, the Pharisees, that was their whole life, studying the law of Moses, the letter of the law. They knew it inside and out. They didn't understand it. They didn't see what it was teaching, but they knew it inside and out. And he was one. Concerning zeal. Persecuting the church. Persecuting the church. There again, he believes so much in his light, our light. Those that believed in Jesus Christ, 
and have him killed and put in prison. That's how sincere he was. So he said, uh, concerning zeal, persecuting the church. And he says, touching the righteousness which is in the law, blameless. This is when Paul was in darkness. When he trusted in his righteousness in the law. He said, none of you can hold a candle to a man. Touching righteousness in the law, I was blameless. But he was in darkness. See, he wasn't, he wasn't looking to Jesus Christ then. He wasn't looking to the simplicity of Christ as Jesus Christ and crucified. He was looking to himself and his ability to keep the law and so forth. Uh, verse 7, But what things were gained to me? What was gained to him? Oh, his righteousness in the law. Look at my light. But what things were gained to me, I counted loss for Christ. Yea, doubtless, and I count all things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I suffered the loss of all things, and to count them but refuge, or dung, or manure, that it may win Christ. These things that he held so tightly to, his righteousness in the law, all about him, his light. He said, now, I don't count any importance at all. I am just darkness. Be reflected, Jesus Christ. Uh, verse 9, And be found in him, not having my own righteousness, which is in the law, but that which is through the faith of Christ, the righteousness which is of God by faith. So, <clears throat> not having his own light. He thought he did. Boy, look at me. But the Lord brought him, and actually when he thought he had light, that's when he was in the darkness. And the Lord brought him out of that. When he brought him out of that, what? Then he reflected Christ. Jesus Christ and him crucified. <clears throat> I wanted to bring a little more out, but it looks like we're going to have to uh, close there. But just some things to remember. <clears throat> he is the way. He is the light. And something else that we started out with, that men love darkness rather than light. That's our damning nature. That's where we started out. And you see, you know people, you see people, they still love darkness. No, we're not reflecting Christ. They love darkness, which is trying to show their light. And men love darkness rather than light. And we did, and we would have stayed there. But by God's grace, he brings us out, shows us a simplicity in Christ, shows us all of our righteous filthy rags, and we reflect him and not ourselves. May the Lord bless the speaking of his word. We're dismissed.